the coffee hour. I'm Sarah Golseth. We're talking about uh, activities for families that families can do during the summer. Um, Andy is still on vacation. Speaking of family activities, he should be back hopefully tomorrow um, spending some time with his family. Um, but family activities this summer. Uh, earlier we talked about STEM, um, some science stuff that you could do with your with your kids or maybe um, not with your kids and just as an adult because it's fun. Um, I probably will go do that when I go home tonight. Um, but something else that's uh, pro- even more important is uh, worshiping together as a family. And hopefully you do that during the summer um, in church on Sunday morning when you're on vacation, finding a church to go to. Um, but what about during the week? How does that what does that look like during the week? Um, and how can families either uh, re-implement that during the summer if it if it's gone by the wayside, uh, or start start something new uh, for their family? So joining me by phone today is Pastor Greg Turi, pastor of Trinity Evangelical Lutheran Church in Colcamp, Missouri. Welcome, Pastor Turi. Thanks for joining me. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. And you were just on sharper iron this morning too, weren't you? <laughs> I was. I was. Uh, I was happened to be the guest for Pastor Fisk's last show oh, yeah. so that was fun yeah. yeah passing the baton today to pastor pastor timothy That's apple right. yeah. yeah um so what what is a family altar yeah good question so i guess to answer that question we have to ask what is an altar right ah, yes and and so uh we want to we want to understand that the altar uh in the old testament was the place where the sacrifice was offered so because Jesus himself becomes the sacrifice and has been already offered as a once-and-for-all sacrifice, the letter to the Hebrews teaches us, the altar stands today as the place from which the gifts of Christ flow and at which we then offer our prayer, praise, and thanksgiving. It's also the center and focal point of the of the worship space, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's where uh, the gifts are given from and where will uh, the gathered faithful will offer their gifts. So starting there then, as we think of the altar in a Christian uh, congregation, right, or a, tr- a Christian church, we take that idea and we bring it into the home where we have a husband and a wife and, or a fa- fathers and mothers with their children who themselves are called by by God himself and, and given the vocation to teach the Word of God in their home. So then the family altar becomes a focal point for the home and can serve as sort of the uh, the place from which the blessings will flow from God to the family through the Word of God and at which the family may even gather to give their prayer, praise, and thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so we worship together on Sunday mornings. Uh, mm. Why should a family have an altar in the home? Yeah. So the home is a busy place. <laughs> uh, I have a wife, uh, Jamie, and uh, five children. Uh, whether or not we have a family has children or not, a home becomes a busy place. A stressful place sometimes. Uh, it's in the home where uh, sometimes 
we, we are faced with uh, our deepest challenges and temptations, right? Mm-hmm. It's where we spend a lot of our time when we're not working. And so uh, the scriptures encourage us to uh, sanctify all things with the word of God in prayer, that is to set them aside and uh, mark them as, as holy to the Lord. And so it's fitting that our homes where the children of God, I mean a Christian home, right, where the, mm-hmm. the children of God uh, live their lives would also be sanctified uh, through the word of God and, and prayer so that as we're living, we're not ever living apart from Christ and his blessings. And so the altar actually... Uh, I, I tell people every year here at Trinity, we uh, when we have our rally Sunday, I, I do a special uh, Bible study w- um, for all ages, kind of reteaching this idea of the home becoming sort of the center of devotional life for our people. And one of the things I I, I tell them is whether or not they have like a a table with a linen and a Bible open on top of it with candles and things like that, which you can do, or whether they just have their Bible catechism or something like that on their dinner table or on the coffee table by their easy chair or some some noteworthy place in the home, those books or that altar will beckon them. They'll walk by it, you know, and then, like, you can't walk by that stuff too often without, like, it drawing your attention, and sometimes the children become the ones who say, "Hey, what about those books? <laughs> uh, why haven't we opened those books uh, for a while? You know, like let's go use them." Yeah, yeah. Kids often point out the um, the truth, whether or not it's a beautiful thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> so you mentioned um having having a space that that uh looks similar to an altar in church um with with the the cloth and the candles and the and the open bible or just having books out. So it doesn't necessarily need to be something um fancy, I guess. Right. Yeah. Uh and correct. I, I encourage families um cuz you know oftentimes I'm I'm we're talking to people who have never thought about this, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and and so where do you begin, mm-hmm. right? Well, if you if you don't have the money to go buy a, a new bookshelf, or you you know you don't you can't, or you don't have all these other books, maybe you have a Bible. Well, start with what you have, right? If you don't have a Bible, uh, I'm sure your pastor would love to give you one. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they ha- I. <laughs> Uh, I kind of keep a supply of extra Bibles in case people don't have them. But Or you can go to CPH and buy the Lutheran Study Bible, mm-hmm. uh, hymnal, catech- small catechism. Uh, and then the Treasury of Daily Prayer is a wonderful resource, too, which guides daily devotions and gives you sort of the scripture reading and catechetical uh, devotions, hymn, prayer, all in one spot. But to to have whatever books you want to use as a family there and uh whether it's the living room or the dining room whatever whatever works for your family mm-hmm. and where you think you might actually gather mm-hmm. right so if you're if you're like if you have a basement or something and you gather downstairs to watch the football game but then all your bedrooms are upstairs like you know you're probably not going to gather downstairs in front of the football game Put the books upstairs where you might convene before bedtime or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, yeah, sure. 
what are some what are some ways that families can uh, you mentioned uh, starting into this? So if if a family has mm-hmm. never done this before, um, they maybe maybe have some of these books uh, but don't really know where to start or um, or how to how to approach it with kids. Uh, what are some some easy entry points into yeah, starting this with a family? Yeah, uh, so I I mean I would encourage the family uh, if they have Luther's small catechism. To, to take a peek at how he encourages the family to pray in the morning and in the evening. Mm. And it's really simple. You don't, you can memorize this uh, very quickly. You don't even need books. You're just praying. Mm-hmm. And you could do this individually or as a, as a family. So you, you uh, say the invocation in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Uh, to remind uh, yourselves that you're the baptized children of God, and then you um, speak the creed to remind yourselves of what Christ uh, has done for you. And then you pray the Lord's Prayer, and then, of course, there's a a morning prayer and an evening prayer. And then, um, you know, you can sing a hymn like that of the Ten Commandments and go to your work. Or um, at night, it's, you know... Go to bed at once and then good cheer, right? Like you're able to just fall asleep like that, right? <laughs> Nothing else on your mind. But So that would be kind of an easy place to begin as a family. And, in fact, what's wonderful about that is you, you don't, like, you can take that with you on vacation. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't have to have three or four books to put in your suitcase. Like, you can you can do that every morning and every evening wherever you are, right? Yeah. If you if you would want to do something a little bit more involved, um, the daily lectionary is a wonderful tool. And uh, if you have a hymnal that's listed out, or you can go to the Synod's website to get the daily lectionary. So it would be a reading from the Old Testament and a reading from the, the New Testament. Uh, I've mentioned the Treasury of Daily Prayer. Mm-hmm. Portals of Prayer is a wonderful resource that uh, the Church has been publishing for uh, decades. I have no idea how long it's been, but like before I was born, you know, <laughs> portals of prayer were were out there being used by the faithful. Um, hymns are good to use if you're able to sing. If you have a uh, if you have a piano or not, and if you don't have a piano, there's YouTube, mm-hmm. so you can get recordings of hymns and and sing along with them. But I guess I, in our congregation, every year. Um, we get copies of the daily prayer simple orders that are in the hymnal. Uh, so these are simple orders of prayer for morning, noon, early evening, and close of the day. And um, CBH publishes them in a little pamphlet style, so you don't have to have the whole hymnal. And then you can plug your readings and your prayers in into the service wherever they go. And so a a father or a mother or an older uh, child, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, could lead the family in a simple order of prayer. Because I think one of the challenges, you know, if if you've never done this before, what order, you know, how do I do this? What does it look like? How do I start? What do I use? And that's a real simple, easy thing that anybody uh, could lead a family in. 
Absolutely. And, uh, and some churches also provide, uh, a, an order of the, of the family altar that is based on, uh, whatever lectionary the church went yeah. through. I know, uh, the church that I attend, we get a, a little, uh, bulletin insert every Sunday that says for the family altar. Um, and it has mm-hmm. all of those resources on it. So, uh, check your church, check with your own pastor and see if your church also has something like that. Um, pastor, we, we are all out of time. We could keep talking about this, yeah. but unfortunately, <laughs> um, so Pastor Greg Truy, pastor of of Trinity Evangelical Lutheran Church in Colcamp, Missouri. Thanks so much for joining me on the Coffee Hour to talk about the family altar. My pleasure. You're listening to the Coffee Hour. More tomorrow. I'm Sarah Golseth. Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support the Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you anytime, anywhere.